0: this is the psychic artist podcast i'm your host sarah rossiter i'm an artist writer and psychic medium living in hawaii this show is about people who are intuitive and creative and what the process of integrating that awareness looks and feels like and how we can access and develop that place inside of us all that is supremely psychic episode, I'm sharing a reading that Laura powers did for me recently on her podcast called healing powers. We talk about manifesting wealth and abundance in relation to my art career and my spiritual work and the healing and clearing that I've been doing from past lives and how these lessons and old patterns are coming up now so that I can clear them out and how boundaries are really everything. So, I hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone.
1: Welcome to the show. I am so pleased today to have Sarah Rossiter on the show. She is host of the Psychic Artist podcast. She's a psychic and healer herself. She's an upcoming author for her new book and a teacher. And I am going to do an on air reading for Sarah today. And like any of the other readings that you listen to, if you're hearing it, it means that the message is for you. There's at least a part of these messages that resonate for you on various levels. So I love doing these readings because it's a win, win, win. You know, it's a win for myself. I love to do this work and these readings. Sarah gets the reading and then everyone else benefits from these messages as well. So Sarah, thank you so much for sharing this with us today.
0: Yeah, I'm really honored to be here, Laura. I love your show and I've learned so much from working with you for a couple years now. And I I feel like I've gone really deep into the metaphysical realm and I'm now learning how to translate that into my artwork and my art career.
1: I love that. You know, I think we start the work and we go to it at different levels, you know, whatever is the most important level for us to work on will come up first. And there's so many levels of healing and it's, it's often I see you you heal one level and then you go into like a different area of healing. And a, and a lot of times those things are connected at a root, whether or not we recognize it in terms of a pattern. So I think this is always fascinating work and there's always more work to do that we do shift. Um, you know, so <laughs> I think sometimes when you start to delve in this, like, and we're like there's so much and it's like, yes, but it does get better. Um, have you seen the movie labyrinth?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: It's a it's a great movie, David Bowie movie, Jennifer Connolly. But there's this great scene at the beginning of the movie where there's this like there's this route, this road to like where she's trying to go to like the, the castle. And she ends up like taking a side Why, like she goes into the labyrinth instead of just going down this dark path. And this little worm is like, if she'd just taken that road, she'd gone straight to the castle. (laughs) And sometimes we go down these kind of side roads. And really, if we just keep doing the work, it's like it is a pretty fast line, even though it might not seem like that from the beginning. So that was a bit of a diversion. But I'd love if you could just share a little bit about your story and what you do and also anything in particular that's coming up for you that you'd like to look at today with our audience.
0: Yeah, I think what you just said actually was perfect because the labyrinth is like a really great metaphor for how our lives sometimes feel and I've felt like I've had so many lifetimes in this one lifetime and I just couldn't make sense of it and I was so empathic and I didn't know and I was also psychic and I didn't know. I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't know what angels were. So, I feel in the last several years I've really woken up to all of these amazing things. It's sort of like a second spiritual awakening. I already had like a deep connection with consciousness through yoga and meditation and art, but I wasn't sure how to integrate my whole self. So that's really been my practice in the last two years is connecting with spirit and source and angels and getting intuitive messages and psychic direction and finding my way by listening to that direction rather than all of the programming that I was listening to private previously in my mind and in society. And I'm so much happier and I'm so much more creative. And I feel like really blessed to have this awareness that I, it's almost like I turned the key and I'm still in the labyrinth and I, I see these patterns that I'm following, but I'm I'm aware that there is that straightaway to divine consciousness, and I want to get there, but I also feel that there's so much to learn. I, I came here, I'm having this somewhat challenging lifetime to learn a lot of things. And so I value the importance of those lessons and I also want to help others, Um, and I always struggled with a lot of guilt and sadness and depression, and I think now it's much easier for me to see the ways in which I can serve others, either with my art-making or with doing psychic readings or with healing. I've started to understand how things work, and I don't have to rescue every stray person or dog. That I, I can see patterns in other people's lives too, and I feel more respectful of Uh, energy. I'm starting to understand how energy works. So that's a bit about me. And I couldn't have done it without your help, Laura, honestly.
1: Oh, well, I'm just very grateful to be a part of, you know, your unfolding. And it's been wonderful to see things shift. And that's one of the things I love about my work is just being able to see people's transformations and the positive shifts that happen. And, and I want to share wherever you are in your life, however difficult or challenging it it seems, that rapid positive transformation can happen. I just went and saw Journey, the band. So I don't know if you're familiar with the band Journey last night. Yeah. Um, and it was really interesting timing because it's this really powerful full moon, the last full moon of 2021. And the story of the current lead singer is, I think, a perfect Uh, representation of that. So he was basically like a street performer in the Philippines and they needed a new lead singer for the band journey. And they, they were trying to find someone, they couldn't find someone and someone sent them this video of him performing outside in Manila. And so they're like, okay, it's kind of crazy, but like his voice is amazing. You know, we'd like to see him. So they reached out to him through the, the person who posted the video, they reached out to them and then they were able to directly get the contact information for him. And they reached out to him and were like, Hey, we'd love you to audition for the band journey. And he almost didn't respond because he thought it was a joke. It's like, <laughs> this guy in the Philippines, you know, who just seems out of left field and probably like, it's a, it's not real. Um, but it was, and his first performance with the band was, I think in Rio, but anyway, it was a really large stadium. Like I think it was like 80,000 people. So we went from like, performing these small, you know, outside thing to like, you know, this massive kind of iconic band. And I just think it's really important for everyone to remember that how much as possible, you know, when we have faith and we believe um, there's a documentary about the topic.
0: But yeah, it's I- a really beautiful story. I'm so yes. excited for him. So, I saw him perform yesterday for the
1: you know, <laughs> first time uh, that, I, that I was able to see him, but it's amazing. So, I just felt to share that for everybody and also for you in terms of your story and your journey and how rapidly things can shift in, in miraculously seeming ways. All right, so let me just start with the invocation. I will call on Sarah's angels and guides and my angels and guides, as well as Archangel Michael, Archangel Ariel, Haniel, Zachiel, Shamuel, Gabriel, Uriel, Jophiel, Azrael, Metatron, as well as any of the angel or guide who can assist. Please make sure this is a safe space, increase clairvoyance and psychic ability, and make sure that whatever comes through is for the highest good. All right, Sarah, can you say your full name for me three times, please?
0: Sarah Rossiter, Sarah Rossiter, Sarah Rossiter.
1: Okay, so right before I even ask any specific questions to the guides, they show me this image, which I think is really powerful of like a key going in a lock. And they show me that so much of the work that you've been doing is about like refining the key. Like the key is almost ready to turn the lock. And the lock represents the opening of everything that you want in life. You know, the financial success and abundance and peace and ease and, you know, wellness and love, all the things. So they show me that all this energetic, spiritual work that you've been doing on yourself is like refining that key to open that lock to everything that you desire. So it's this really beautiful image. And of course in the image, it's like the, there's kind of light emanating from the keyhole <laughs> to show all that, all that goodness, but just basically you're close. So, you know, I know when the closer we get to whatever it is that we're aiming for frequently, the harder it feels energetically. And also the more frustrating it can feel. It looks like you're yeah. so close and you just want that. And it's like, hard. And so just basically they're like, keep going. You're very close. Just keep doing it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Things are very close to this really incredible fruition um, for you. So thank you guys. It's a beautiful imagery.
0: It's yeah, beautiful. And I, I, when you said that I could see the key too, it's really helpful to be able to like understand what you're saying. And it's very tactile and like this, it's the idea too, that a key should be refined. It's really cool.
1: Yeah. Like we are trained basically as we go through incarnation, that's essentially what we're trying to do. We're learning these lessons that are really helping us with figure this out basically and unlock the incarnation that can be magical. You know, that, that incarnation can be this beautiful, magical, wonderful thing, even though a lot of people experience it as really painful difficult, frustrating, you know, a sense of lack, etc. So the culmination of this is to realize how truly we can manifest our destiny in the spiritual plane as well as here. Um, so you're very close and, and you're so uh, clairvoyant. So I'm not surprised you could see that, <laughs> that image as well. All right. So thank you, angels the guide. That's a lovely symbol. So they're just pointing the words, wealth and abundance out to me. And so let's get to start with that. So angels and guides would love information that would help Sarah with opening to more wealth and abundance and manifestations of those things. Okay. The first thing they're showing me is that uh, energetically, there's still a lot of like heaviness and kind of sadness in the heart chakra. And that is kind of repelling some of that or keeping it from coming in as quickly as it could. So, angels and guides, what is this kind of sadness and heavy energy that I'm sensing in the heart? And then, how to handle it? I'm definitely getting you're still doing a lot of healing and clearing from past lives, and that these themes will come up. And people sometimes, when they're going through this kind of healing process and opening up spiritually, and they can feel very frustrated because they're like, I'm doing all the work and it just still seems so hard and so hard. And that's what they're showing me is that when we do this, it's like in order to get the, you know, the goals and receive the life that we want to, we have to clear out all this stuff that's in our energy field, in our sort of soul consciousness out of that in order for those things to come in on the sort of 3D physical level. Um, it's like if it's in there, it, it block, it basically blocks it from coming in. So that's what they're showing me is that you're still doing a lot of work on healing and clearing and what it may manifest for you, at least appear to manifest for you as is like kind of like roadblocks or like things just keep being hard. And, and they're basically like, it's okay. It's just these various lessons and old patterns that are really coming up for reviews so that you can fully clear them out and then they just won't be in your field anymore. So that's happening. So they're just like patience. Um, you are making progress, <laughs> keep going forward. And all these various things that you're doing are helping to clear that out. So, you know, the tapping, the emotion code, even just consciously becoming aware of some of these patterns so that you can choose a different path. Um, so that's happening right now. Angels and guides. Anything else that can be done to help heal, clear, and release these patterns and heaviness in the heart chakra specifically? I hear boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And as I know, something that you and I have talked about in depth. Yeah. But they—they're just showing me that is so important. They're basically saying that like eighty percent of what manifests for you is related to boundaries and wow. their strength or their weakness. And if you're listening to this, this is for you too. And I, I have said this numerous times in my psychic training program that boundaries are almost everything. And and that's basically what they're showing me is our boundaries tell the universe what it is that we will allow and accept. And then we don't get what we want if we're accepting something different. So this is really important. If you, if you want something different, but you just keep accepting whatever is currently without saying no on some level, it's just going to keep coming back to you. So angels and guides, anything in particular that would be helpful for Sarah to hear in regards to boundaries and practicing boundaries. Every time you're making a decision about something, ask, is this what I want? Is this what I want? Is this what I want? And I know you've, you've said that to me, you keep getting the psychic message, just ask for what I want, ask for what I want. So Definitely ask what you want, but then also just with whatever is coming to you, ask: Is this what I want? Is you know? Mm-hmm. So just to keep asking yourself the question, and then when it's a no, make sure you're on some level sharing that message um, either verbally with the you know the person or the situation, or at least with the universe. Like, no, I don't want that, and then also make it clear what you do want instead. I'm getting the visualizations are very powerful, and they're telling me this manifesting strategy that I use to, sh- to pass that along with you. It's one thing things that I teach in the manifesting course that I know you've participated in before, but I'm just getting to sh- bring it up again specifically. So basically almost every day, every- occasionally I don't do it, but uh, typically I do, I will do some kind of manifesting exercise at the end of the day. Um, and one of those is um, a gratitude list, but there's a twist. Um, I write a list of gratitudes, but it's past, present, future gratitudes.
0: Hmm. So oh,
1: beautiful. You know, so, and you can just do like, I'll write, I'll write down like kind of PPF, so for standing for past, present, future, like what rows on a sheet of paper. And then I, I write a list. So, what is a, a past gratitude I'm grateful for? What is a present gratitude I'm thankful for? And then, what is something that I want to come in in the future, but I can also already experience that gratitude for that thing as if I already have it. And it, that does three things. One, it helps you appreciate what's already happened to you and come from that place of gratitude and gratefulness for what you've already received in the past. And then also currently, what are you currently experiencing that you're grateful for? And when you come from a place of gratitude, it's like you're in that space of gratitude and it's like the universe sends you more things to be grateful for, um, to have gratitude for. And then the future, like what is it that you want to bring in? And it keeps... Shifting, you know, we tend to focus on the things that are the problems in our lives and that has to do a lot with just how our brains are wired. Anything that's, you know, we think is negative, dangerous, stressful, our brains tend to focus on it because in, you know, past circumstances, that. Frequently, I mean, we literally could die from it. And so it's a sort of self-preservation pattern, but it's very dysfunctional in terms of trying to create positive (laughs) change in your life. So by doing this gratitude exercise for past, present, and then in the future, it helps you shift your energy into gratitude and positivity instead of the stress and the fear. And it also makes it clear what it is that you'd like to bring in. It's like this constant reassessment of like, oh, yeah, that's my goal. That's where I'm aiming for. That's what I want. And I keep a lot of these, like I'll write them down and then I'll keep them in notebooks. And it's really fascinating to go over like the ones that I wrote like a year ago and see that the shifts that have happened. So it's a very simple exercise. It's a, it's powerful and important for yourself because it helps you with tracking, you know, what it is that you want to bring in and where you are currently and what you're grateful for. But it's also helpful because your angels and spirit guides are constantly getting that sort of like, oh, that's what she wants. That's what she wants. And, and making it very clear. Because when you write it down, when you write things down, it becomes more solidified. It, it gets put into the physical reality. And it's also very, very clear. Whereas when you're just thinking things, they're not as clear. So that's really coming up.
0: That's really interesting. I sometimes I would love to make a list like that. I'm going to do it. But Sometimes what I was thinking while you were talking is that I have a hard time asking for what I want because it seems very material. And I come from a very spiritual place, I think, just even as a person, as a child, I, I always wanted to help others. So I I never really wanted to ask for things. So like, for example, I'm doing tapping on $15 million and, and Brad says, imagine what you will do when you get that money. And I kind of pause for a minute. I'm like, well, I'm just going to feel good and things are going to feel easier. But I can't think of exactly, I'm like, well, should I buy like a boat or should I have a house that I own actually or I don't know I don't really need those things so I have trouble and by the way it's just started to pour rain so it's kind of cool it feels very cleansing Um, it's sort of like a torrential rainstorm here in Mexico (laughs) Yes. Um, I I
1: was thinking as I I was hearing this, I'm like, what is that in the background? And I thought it was some kind of static or something. And you said it's raining. I'm like, oh, that's it. So the rain and weather as a whole is often like uh, the immune system for the earth. And when we go through massive healing, clearing, and shifting, oftentimes the rain will come in. And there's a very specific example where uh, there's actually two where this happened for me. So I'm divorced and for years I kept my wedding dress and it's not that it was because it was my wedding dress. It's because I, I chose the dress and designed it and had him custom. So it was like, it was my, you know, my design and like what I wanted and something that really suited my taste. And it was very beautiful dress. And so it was kind of like the fact that it was my wedding dress was like the, the, the bad part of it, but I love the dress itself. And then I got the psychic message that I really needed to release the dress in order to fully shift some things. And it was crazy. It was like a blue sky. And I went to the Goodwill place to drop off the dress. And like, there was this like Insta storm (laughs) when I dropped it off. It was very fast. And then that moved out. And it was like, I think it was like, there was such a massive release for me to like fully let go of that dress that the weather had to come in and like do some major clearing. And then I was also at another healer and some things were coming up in regards to some heart, heart healing. And she pushed this point that was designed to release the heart chakra. And there was like literally this microburst, like rain and wind. Like it went from like nothing to like, Torrential rain, wind, and then it cleared in like a few minutes. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> so the, so when we're doing a lot of healing, clearing and releasing, the weather can come in and just basically whatever is coming up for us to, to release, it just kind of clears it along. So I think that's part of what's happening over there.
0: Yes. I'm grateful for that. It does, <laughs> it does feel that way. I mean, it was perfectly sunny and now it's completely pouring. So I'll just mute so that you can, you don't actually have to hear let's,
1: let's go ahead and take okay. it on. It's okay. okay. Thank you for offering though. Um, all right. So yes, coming up to what you were talking about, which is the issue of the, um, you know, what asking would you, what, w- yeah, and what would you do with with that that amount of money? Let's say, were you to have it, and this is a very common block. So, if you're listening to this, just know that it's it's not just you. Especially women often have a hard time receiving and on a financial level specifically. And you know, in terms of history, it's only very recently, at least in modern human history, that women have been able to even have their own money. So, right. You know, I think we also have to remember just sort of societally and historically that this is a big shift for us. And it can feel a bit strange to, like, feel that ownership of material wealth. Like, personally, like, we're used to having it, like, in our family or our husband or, you know, some male, typically male figure in our life that would sort of have that wealth. And then we would have it kind of de facto- but it's a new thing. So, first of all, to just have compassion for yourself with going into this new way of being with, with money and the material world. And then what's coming up right away is there's so many amazing things you could do if you had like a big chunk of money like that. Yes, in terms of obviously having a lot of support and you know, beautiful homes and things like that. But what's really coming up are two things. One would be an incredible kick-ass studio <laughs> to create. Yeah. And a studio for art creation, a studio for podcasting or videos, what could you create if you had those kinds of resources? And then also they're showing me some kind of like healing wellness retreat center, you know, and having like all the resources for your own personal healing and journey or for your family, but also then to share that with the public. So those are just a couple of things that still would be very overall focused on like healing and wealth and creativity not just for yourself, but for what you can share with the world.
0: That feels really good. I can see both of those.
1: So when whenever you're struggling with that, like, how can I receive this much? Just go ahead and go to that place of like, literally write down the list, like kind of pie in the sky, which by the way, I'm frequently shown pie in the sky thinking is actually what's totally possible for us is just the programming that is telling us otherwise. So, you know, pie in the sky, just that idea, like what, it, what is it that you would want? And then literally write those things down. Oh my goodness. Yeah. it suddenly started raining a lot more. So if you've heard that audio change, is Sarah just muted? Sorry. Just <laughs> no, said to mute so it because it's so loud. <laughs> so loud. But I just think that's hilarious. But that also shows me that even this that we're talking about right here is such yes. a powerful thing for you and and because you like me are a public figure you're teaching and helping others through your podcast through your classes through your services that when we work through our blocks we are having a massive impact on a lot of people right so it's not just about our own path and our journey it's also about all the people that we assist and support and clearing those energies and shifts
0: yeah that feels really amazing especially when you said like The kick-ass studio has like one aspect of my personality and my creativity and who I've always been. And then the healing retreat center is like the other side of me, which is like, I so want to share the spiritual wealth I've been given and, and just, and, and create a space where people can have that as well. And, and I have much more healing to do, but, um, that's so beautiful. It sort of gives me tingles up my spine of like, not only is the universe pouring rain down upon me to help me clear right now and you're telling me these amazing things but that I can envision those they seem quite natural and like I'm meant to come here and do them and so it's just like getting that key and turning the door and going through into that role I'm ready to do that on a soul level I feel like I'm just I have some house cleaning to do before some of it is possible, you know, or even in, even in small ways, I feel really blessed to be able to even know right now that like I'm able to help others and I'm able to make art and that helps others too. Just that to me is like a huge life accomplishment that I was even able to get to this point of awareness from where I came And I have had a lot of intense lifetimes, so I can, I totally understand that that would need to be healed, cleared, released, understood. Absolutely. Yeah. it's, It's a massive thing that you're
1: going through. And as we shift and do our work, the material wealth and abundance and things that we attract into our lives and that we experience, I think in many ways are just a reflection of that inner work that we've done. So it's not that it's purely the goal. I mean, obviously, it's, it's wonderful to have a, a, a great material life, but it also, I think, is, is frequently a sign of that inner work working for us. Now, that's not always the case because there are some people that have a lot of material wealth and are very nasty people, you know, cutthroat and, and doing things to get get that money. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about old souls who are so focused on helping others that they struggle to receive. And then they're having to come into that balance and also just embrace and understand that win-win paradigm that you know, the, the system is not a lack system in its design. It can appear that way if your belief is that way. Meaning if you believe in lack, you will manifest lack. Or if you believe in either or that either someone else is good or you are good, then you will experience that. But the spiritual truth is the universe is abundant and we all can have what we want and need in this beautiful, loving way. So we have to work on our beliefs to shift that and then start to manifest and create that for ourselves. So they're showing me that it's it's actually... One metric, it's not the only one, but it's one metric to see how you're doing in your sort of soul work for you in particular, because that's part of your lessons and shifts that you're working on in this lifetime is to allow yourself to receive and fully embody that win-win paradigm instead of the win-lose paradigm or the yes. like, money-lack paradigm.
0: We'll come back to this episode in just a moment, but I wanted to share with you that I'm offering a painting workshop on Valentine's day, February 14th. It'll be at 12 PM Pacific or 3 PM Eastern. We're going to paint intuitively together on zoom. I'll help you to connect with your creative spirit and to be in flow. If this interests you, please go to my website, sarah to find out more and sign up. And I will send you a materials list and we'll do a guided visualization and paint in a group setting. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you soon. And now back to our episode.
1: What happens is things are just kind of operating behind the scenes, like an operating system in a computer. And it's not until we start to consciously focus on them and bring awareness to that, that we realize how much stuff is underneath that that really isn't serving us. And, and then on a conscious level, we can frequently recognize, well, that's not true. Like I know that that's not the sort of real truth. One of them that I had to really deal with this year as I've, as I've upgraded my life materially is like, I can't have like wonderful, positive, abundant travel and a wonderful, positive, abundant home. Like I have to choose. And and I realize on a conscious level, I'm like, that is really stupid.
0: <laughs>
1: and, and so, I mean, if you if you have that belief, I'm not saying you're stupid on a spiritual level, I just know that that's not that's false. That's a that's a false belief. And so I had to do a lot of work to work through some of that. And then I had these crazy experiences happen, like, you know, manifesting in free place to stay in like this mansion. On this luxury trip while I upgraded my home. And so just as soon as you've like face and clear those fears and also say, I don't have to choose that as my truth, the universe responds to you. But you can feel literally in terror or fear <laughs> while you're facing those things. So you've been doing their you've been doing so much of this deep work. So basically keep doing it because it, it is impactful. Um, the other thing they're telling me is, is, let's say, for example, doing that gratitude practice list writing that I was telling you about is it would be helpful for you to write down those big things like having a state-of-the-art healing center or a kick-ass creative studio. Um, but also like when you're writing uh, or when you're thinking about those bigger goals. So so write, write a list of like, what would I want to, to have and to shift In order to have that level of studio? And then what would I need to have and shift in order to have that kind of healing center? And then when you're writing your past, present, future, your future could be one of those things. So, for example, what's coming up is in order to have that sort of kick ass studio, you would need X amount of dollars, you would need certain equipment, you would need also, just the time in order to be a way to use the studio, right? So you would need a, a nanny or a help, some kind of helper. You would need an avenue to sell those things that you create. You know, so you can break down these bigger things into smaller chunks, and maybe that's what's on your kind of future manifesting list.
0: Yeah. So it all ties together.
1: Yeah. And also, just like anything, when we break things into, into kind of chunks or smaller pieces, Sometimes that's easier for our brain to get around because we're like, oh, I, it's sometimes hard to imagine the big thing, but if we're like, oh, you know, like one of the big shifts for me was I was living in a place where I had like a small kind of, well, I would say kind of normal size closet. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a walk-in, it was just kind of a normal closet. And I was like, I love shoes. I love clothes. (laughs) I love, I love, you know, I've been into design and fashion So I wanted a closet that where I could see my clothes beautifully, where there was room to expand. And I I was like, I want that. I want a beautiful, organized, spacious closet. And you know what that truly meant? I had to move. And even if I wasn't fully ready to say I'm going to move, I put that on my list and basically circumstances started to shift in a way that, yeah, I had this beautiful closet. And my last place that I had a lovely closet, and then the one in here I have two walk-in closets just for me. <laughs> it's fabulous because the room that I use as my office also has an amazing walk-in closet. So that's just an example. Like when you break down, like I want that, and you don't have to figure out how it's gonna happen, you just put that on your future gratitude list.
0: Yes. And things
1: will start to shift and change to create that in your reality. And I also want to share that it is totally normal to kind of feel a bit terrified. And I've gone through this, this past year has been a massive up-leveling year for me. And then I feel like that's going to happen again this next year. And yesterday during the full moon, I was like, oh, basically like, holy shit. <laughs> I can feel so much, so much shifting happening. And on a conscious level, I'm like, yes, you know, these are things that we want to bring. But on an energy level, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I can feel So it's very normal to experience these things. So when you're experiencing that, if you're having these kind of Mm freakouts in a way, like internal, even if it's just an internal freakout, just know that that's okay. Just continue to breathe, focus on the goal. Just allow yourself to integrate because when you go through big, massive physical shifts in your circumstances, it's a really reflection of these major internal shifts that are happening. So just know that that's a normal part of the process. It's okay. You'll get through
0: it. (laughs) I'm glad you said that because even as you were talking, I felt Uh, lightheaded and sort of lost my sense of space and that happened to me earlier today just sort of like not like a vertigo but uh, confusion Uh, I think it's like a combination of what you just said. And also maybe the resistance energies are like, Hey, hold on. We got to do something to make you stop. You're going too fast. <laughs> we don't want yeah, you to change.
1: Absolutely. Um, that, that sort of energetic freak out can manifest is a lot of fear and worry about the future, you know, and the changes that you're making can manifest as literally feeling kind of ungrounded. Like your body is trying to figure out and your soul really is trying to figure out how do I interface with this world in a completely different way than I've ever done it before. So there is a learning curve. It may manifest as, you know, things feeling really out of alignment for you that maybe did at one point feel in alignment. And when you're out of alignment with things, there can be conflict, struggle, frustration. So then the key is figure out what is it that's out of alignment? And this is always the trick. Is it, is it my mindset? Is it how I'm interacting with something? Is it the circumstance itself? Is it the belonging? Is it the relationship? Is it our piece with it? Or is it the whole kind of fit? kit and caboodle, <laughs> so to speak, that is beneficial for us to shift. So for now, they're basically just kind of put like one foot in front of the other. Like what tends to happen is we've figure out our sort of big, big hairy goal. I don't know if you heard of that expression. Like that, that goal that you put out there and it it makes you want to like vomit (laughs) or you feel like literal terror when you think about it. But those big hairy goals, the reason they feel so scary is often because they're so actually aligned for us in our, in our soul. Like, and that whatever reaction that we're feeling is like all that stuff that has to be released in order for us to manifest and step into that destiny.
0: Yeah. I will frequently see like a huge art show of mine in a ginormous gallery or museum as one as that goal. That's just like, no, that can't possibly be. And then a part of me is like, Absolutely, yes. Why has that not happened already? <laughs> like, oh. Yes. Yes. How do I even get from A to B? Well,
1: they're just having me re- share the story again of um, Alvin, the, the lead singer of journey the current singer and, and just how it, it can happen very quickly and dramatically it doesn't always happen that way. But when we take those steps, when we believe, and so much of this has to do with our belief, like, do we believe we're, they, there are for all of us, these kind of door openings of opportunities. Do we believe that it's possible? Do we take that step forward through that door? Do we open that key or do we say like, Oh, I don't know. I don't believe it. I'm not sure. It's scary. So we're basically constantly having these opportunities, and it's it's up to us to decide and when we want to step through. And also, just getting to address this fear that I think comes up for a lot of people. I was doing a reading. This was several years ago for a client, and they they kept sharing with me this sort of image and idea of like missing the boat. Like this idea, we frequently have this idea. Oh, it's too late. I missed it. I lost my opportunity. I had that chance years ago or this past year or whenever it was, but now it's too late. And they're like, it's never too late. There's always another boat. Like there's always boats coming. So those doors of opportunity are constantly being open for us. And whenever we are like, okay, I'm ready. Then we step through that door. So it's, it's just important to honor and understand, like there's, it'll just keep coming. The more we say yes to things, the faster everything opens up and continues to shift for us and like new doors. And once you step through one door, like another door will open to something even bigger. So we're constantly, they're showing me psychically these kind of series of doors. And it's like, depending on what you say yes to, then there's more kind of concurrent doors that go from there. So there's, that's why we have this infinite possibilities in terms of what can manifest for us. Cause we're constantly making these choices and each choice has kind of like a domino effect on other choices that will come up for us. But they're saying you're, you're well in your way. So just keep on doing the work in terms of like things that will help you shift. They're showing me tapping is very powerful. So keep doing that. I know you do emotion code as well. And then keep taking those steps that make you feel nauseous. <laughs> and, and by that, I mean, nauseous because you're clearing out your like solar plexus chakra. So like, so that just like we talked about opening up a healing center or having like a cast studio. So that, that visualization that you have that dream of having like a major show and like a big, um, gallery or a museum and write down a list of, you know, what are the things that you feel like would help you making, take steps towards that goal. So what would help you to have and manifest on your way to that? So for example, I know this has come up for you, like making big paintings. So what do you need to make big paintings? I need, I need, okay, search, put, put that on list. I need to make X number of big, big paintings. What do I need for that? I need the canvas or I need the the actual, you know, created canvases of a certain size. I need this amount of paint. I need this space. I need a gallery representative, you know, whatever to, to be my contact. So just literally make that list as if you're actually creating it. And even if you're like, it's just hypothetical, there's this magic to putting that on paper, thinking about it for yourself. You go, you go from thinking of it as like this, whatever pie in the sky to like, oh, here's the steps. Here's the breakdown that I would need. And sometimes you don't even need all those things. Like maybe you wouldn't even need a gallery representative, for example. But if you just make the list, it puts it out and clear to yourself. Like, yep, yeah, these are things I'm working on. You know, ask the angels to help you and bless with the list. And if you keep doing these kinds of exercises on a daily basis of getting clarity and writing and visioning and thinking
0: about these things, it really helps bring it into your reality faster. Mm-hmm. And it helps your mind to accept it. <laughs> yes. Like, this is what I'm focused on. This is what I'm thinking about. This is where I'm headed. Yeah. This is What I'm, what I'm grateful for. Like, and as you were speaking, you know, I was just thinking when I was younger, I was given a museum show like before a gallery show or I, I was given so many opportunities like this. And um, it's really interesting to look back at how this 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 is like a reoccurring pattern, like being given opportunities and saying yes to them, but then turning away for various reasons and working on myself. And now I'm turning back and it's a really interesting journey.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, these patterns come up for us to varying levels and degrees in various iterations over and over again until we like fully go through them. And, you know, we all have things that we're learning and things that we're teaching. Everybody does. And not everyone is doing it on like a literal teaching level, meaning like they're, you know, in a classroom or, (laughs) or whatever, but we're all teaching and we're all learning. So angels and guides, why are you bringing that up? they're telling me that a lot of times it's like you feel the weight of so much as you're making these shifts because you are a big teacher. So when you're making a shift, it's not about just you and your experience and what you're shifting, but it's like, because then you also are teaching so many people about these things. So it's like this energetic, like, Ooh, that is so much. And they're saying it's important to give yourself permission to, even though you will have this great impact on so many people, just because you are a public figure and you're teaching and sharing what you know, give yourself permission to at least release that energy burden. Like other people's journey is theirs. You don't have to like energetically take that on, but you will inherently feel that unless you're like, oop, not mine. I'm going to release that. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Another boundary. like understanding as I help others, I don't need to take on their feelings. It's reminds me of what you were teaching me recently about being really empathic and feeling other people's feelings. It limits my ability to receive clear guidance because I'm in their energy field. So I just, I have to be super careful with my immediate family members, for example, on what I'm picking up on a daily basis. But what you're talking about is like a really big, like, soul level, working with a group of souls in this lifetime as a teacher, future, past, present, like I have to be conscious of sending their energy back to them, I think, and clearing and, and understanding. I mean, my issue with boundaries has always been not knowing what the heck they are (laughs) to begin with. So it's been, I've been starting at the beginning and that's been my focus for the last two years too, is really what like, I'm always asking you, what is, what is a boundary? <laughs> and seeing, and then I'll, I'll sort of be shown, like, this is a boundary. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that I was crossing that boundary for myself. Yeah. So what you just told me came up as, oh, I think I, if I'm a teacher, I must take on everyone else's suffering or experience their growth alongside them or yes. something. Yeah, I don't, and that I don't so- have to do that.
1: No, and that's so much if you can imagine like so much weight of the the sort of world to be taking on there yes so you brought up something we've been talking about which is the importance of clearing the energy of those who want a certain outcome for example when you're looking at something psychically for yourself and and what they were showing me is specifically for example within the art world and you teach painting and you have your creativity and consciousness class So let's say that you have people in your circle or that you're teaching or your clients that are in a lot of inner resistance to creativity or to receiving or visibility. And by the way, this is pretty much all of humanity (laughs) on varying levels. So no judgment here. We all have these things to varying degrees because, you know, if we're still incarnated, then we're still dealing with it on some level. But imagine like, if you don't have that boundary and you go to like, try to create your gallery show or to create big pieces of artworks, you know, big paintings and they have resistance to that because you're teaching them like you are carrying their resistance plus your resistance in your field when you're trying to take those steps. And then it's like, Oh my God, this is so much. Right. So just like we talked about with doing readings, when you're thinking about taking big action steps, energetically look at it and be like, Oh, these people in my circle, lovely again lovely souls this is not coming from a place of judgment or saying anything but it's just like this isn't just an energy thing just feeling like oh sending that back to you like i don't need to carry that resistance in my field and when you release other people's resistance that you're kind of energetically holding on to it'll make it that much easier for you to step forward for yourself through that resistance does that make sense
0: yeah yeah i just had an image can i ask you about it sure so i used to I, I've had many beautiful studios and, you know, it makes such an effort to get this amazing studio, set it all up, have these big white walls. And I would go there finally, like have a babysitter, have my time. And I could not function. I would walk in the door and go like over to the couch. I tried not to keep a couch so I wouldn't fall asleep, but I would lie down on any surface and fall asleep. Like it was too much. And it, it just came up while you were talking. That sensation, that doesn't really happen to me right now, but I think that reminds me of that. It's like when you finally get to where you want to be and you just can't take that final step because of the weight of all the energy that I took on, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think that's a part of it. And what they're also telling me in regards to that sort of pattern and that image is that a lot of times the way we physically manifest fear is through fatigue. Uh-huh. and to be afraid is is draining. It's exhausting, right? So if you're struggling, like I go to create or I go to do this and I just feel really tired, there's probably some kind of unconscious fear in there that is coming up for us. And so the crucial piece is to identify what is behind that fear, work on it. And, and with fear... It's often this multi layered kind of like, you know, layers of the onion thing. You know, there's, it's not just like a one and done, like, oh, I feared out my fear and now I'm fine. It's like, it's this multiple layers and steps. As we work through those layers, we do experience shifts along the way, but it's also important to dress up um, and understand. So if you're feeling this, like, I just feel so tired when you go to create, there's probably some kind of underlying belief pattern or fear that's coming up, that's blocking you. So what they're showing me, for example, is fear of visibility, fear of success, fear of persecution for all of those things. So then you're like, Oh my God, that's so that you feel that fear it's draining and exhausting. And you're like, I just have to rest now. (laughs)
0: you don't even do anything. I would go to the studio sometimes and just sleep and then wake up and go home. And like, that makes you feel even worse (laughs) at least. I mean, I, I really was unable to move. It would just take me out. So that makes sense. And I think I do have fear of those three things for sure. Visibility, success, and I forgot what the other Persecution. one Persecution. Persecution, yeah. And, and they're so tied. And having the podcast, which you encouraged me to do, really has helped with that. And connecting with angels and consciousness has really helped because now it's not, I'm, I'm so grateful that I was able to find a way to make art without it being through the ego or through my person of like, I'm a human, I'm doing art, but more like I'm connecting with the divine and this is happening and it flows through me. And that's so liberating. And I just kind of put my judgment on the side. I was teaching this intuitive painting workshop on Friday and that's what I was telling the people, like for this time period, for these two hours, your judgment can go over there. It doesn't matter. There's no attachment to what we make. It doesn't have to be a certain way. It's just for you and and see what it feels like. Allow this stuff to flow through you. And that's pretty much all I do. Like I haven't stopped doing that. And I'm really grateful because then I know I don't it's like I don't even really own the paintings or the create creative act. It just happens and then you are a witness to it. You can participate for sure. That we have each unique aspects to our creations, but I can I can see it through that other lens when we're talking about the sphere.
1: Yeah. And and I've talked about this before, but the fear is very compelling. Like fear is so easy to get pulled into and it's very attractive in a way, especially because biologically, you know, we're sort of programmed to notice the things that trigger fear so that we can save and protect our life. (laughs) But so many of the things that in modern times that we're afraid of are not literally things that are going to kill us. It's this ego fear that you're talking about. Um, So Anyway, I just thought that was really interesting. I'd never been shown it quite in that way that when we feel that exhaustion as it relates to creativity, it's really, there's some fear in there, some unconscious probably fear that is coming up and and blocking us. So, all right. So, so much that has come forward and all very interesting stuff. And again, they just show me that image of like the key and like modifying your your key for the keyhole and, and all these things that we're talking about are about, you know, getting close to like really unlocking all the things that you want. So you're, you're really getting there. So do the, the physical steps they're talking about the manifesting steps. And then so much of this is just about being aware and when things pop up, whether it's fear or resistance to kind of dig into that on a deeper level and just ask, what is this really about? Cause when we can, when, when we can ask the question instead of just like going into the reaction from that resistance which, you know, when we're into resistance, typically there's some kind of withdrawal, stopping, retracting kind of energy. If we can stop ourselves from doing that and ask, what is it that is making me feel like I want to retract? Then we answer, ask those questions, we get the answers, and then we can take the steps to resolve some of those things. Whether it's a perceived physical limitation, a belief block, you know, maybe a, a behavior or something that we're in that we need to shift. So it's all about making progress. So this feels like a a sort of good um, culmination overall. So I'm just going to ask the guides, angels and guides, is there anything else that you'd like to share, share with Sarah today as it relates to the topic? So yeah, as it relates to this kind of resistance piece and holding on to other people's resistance, don't take on other people's paths and journeys. Like their outcome is not your responsibility. Your responsible for yourself and also just modeling for them, how they decide what to do is is up to them. You model, this is how to be, this is how I can, you can be a successful artist and, you know, manifest abundance and, you know, heal on a full kind of spiritual level. And then they decide for themselves if they want and are ready for those choices and so it's not about you doing it for them. It's about modeling it for them and showing them what's possible. And, you know, jealousy is something that often comes up for people when you see someone doing something and you're like, oh, I want that. And it's, it's very common for, for jealousy to pop up. And, and I heard this and I thought, wow, this is such a great reframe. So if you ever feel jealousy for someone else, instead of feeling like, oh, they have not I don't think to yourself, wow, that's possible. I want that too. And like angels, please help bring that to me. And whenever we feel jealousy, there's something in there that's like an indicator, like your soul wants that. Something about you wants that. Maybe it's not like that particular man or that particular house or you know whatever, but it's about saying like, I want, there's something in there I want, instead of believing that it's not possible, which is what the jealousy comes in when we believe it's not possible for ourselves. So instead of believing it's not possible, say, oh, it's possible for them. That means it's possible for me too. Angels and guides, universe, please help bring that in for me in my own way. Um, and that really helped shift the energy from lack energy because jealousy is based in lack and the idea that there's only so much to go around into that energy of abundance. So, so much. All right. So I'd just love to see if there's anything else you'd like to, to share or, or comment on, Sarah.
0: Well, it's really perfect. I mean, there's an artist that I follow and she makes incredible paintings. And actually we showed in the same space like 20 years ago in the museum that I was referring to. And um, I watch her work now. And I do remember feeling slightly jealous at one point looking at it and thinking like, oh, that's my work. I was supposed to do that. And then more, more recently, I just look at her in that way that you just said, which is like, yes, I want to be like that too. And I'm so excited at how she's working. And it's not exactly how I would work, but there's this potential and the universe is showing it to me. And I'm like, yes, I want to. So I'm, I'm trying to practice what you're saying. And it does, it does bring more abundance to you. You feel like you're more connected to flow and, you know, every person has their journey and it's so impressive and exciting when somebody else is is successful at at doing what they're meant to be doing and they're authentic. And so I try to use that as inspiration.
1: I love that. And if you feel Grateful someone else is experiencing something or excited, you know, the universe responds to how you feel. So even if it's on behalf of someone else, the universe is going to send you more reasons for you to feel grateful and excited. So the more that we can have that loving, positive support for others and their successes, the more it comes into our field as well. So it's a really like, you know, positive thing. And the other thing I just want to highlight the guys were telling me is it feels like there's several people that are listening that are maybe thinking about podcasting. And I've just seen the amazing things that have unfolded for you since you started podcasting and, you know, taking my podcasting classes. So just felt to say that, is there anything you'd like to share specifically about that? Since I think it's been such a part of your, at least recent kind of unfolding and journey.
0: Yeah, I guess it's, um, pretty mind blowing actually, because, I'm sort of a private person, <laughs> um, and I I've always pushed myself to make work that is extremely real and honest. And sometimes that puts me in the spotlight when I'm not feeling I want to be. And but with the podcast, it really felt like I was being guided by my angels and spirit guides and connecting to them, I thought I was going to be doing a podcast interviewing people about health and healing. And then it just expanded into art and healing and spirituality. And now all of a sudden, almost every other episode or more, I'm channeling messages from the divine, from angels, from other artists. And I'm I'm kind of blown away. Like I didn't have any of this in my intention. It just came through simply because I signed up for the class and I was like, I'm going to do a podcast and I didn't know what it was going to be. So I'm really grateful for the journey and it does having, I do two a week. I mean, I published a week, but just having that rhythm has kept me really connected to source and to learning and listening. It's like, you're, you're offering a service, but you're also um, honing your skills in whatever it is that you're sharing your message about. And you get, gain so much courage along the way to speak and to, you know, I just think you're brilliant, Laura, like listening Aww. to you talk sometimes I'm <laughs> like, whoa, she's like one of the smartest people I know, but you're also really tuned into your heart and to the universe. And, and so, I think a lot of it is, too, that you've been podcasting and you're sharing everything that you're learning as you go. And so that's kind of what I've been doing as well, I'm just following your lead of like, well, this week I am learning all about blocks and resistance. So let's just share. And I've been so pleased that people will write to me and say that that was helpful to them. I mean, I, actually, that blows me away, too. I'm like, wow, OK, I just did it. I didn't know that it would really have any effect, but it's been very um, supportive and created a sense of community and i see also many people that i work with them like they should have a podcast like each person has a unique voice and so it is exciting when people step into that and it can be very challenging with your throat chakra and, and and sharing your experience but i i would love to listen to more podcasts where people are really speaking their own truth Especially artists.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I think there's such uh, help needed in that way, and I, and I'm like you. I feel like everyone should write a book. Everyone should have a podcast. And the thing is, there's a, we're always going to be consume more than we can create possibly ourselves. You know, so this yeah. idea of like there's too much. I'm like no, and it's also so niche. Like I listen to very specific podcasts. It's not for everyone. But I'm constantly looking for for new things to listen to. So um, if you're hearing this message, then just know that it's it's definitely a specific message for you. And one of the reasons I teach podcasting is be- is because podcasting has changed my life so profoundly. So everything that you're going through, Sarah, I've gone through. And I remember when I started my podcast and like started to experience some of these shifts, and I was just like, "This is so amazing! <laughs> I loved it." And you also, if you do have an interview show or you have guests on, it really helps because you're connecting with those who are really doing well and are experts. So when you have an expert guest that's reached a certain level, like I feel like on an energy level that kind of imprints you as well. Yeah. There's like this energy kind of transference and like a, almost like this, you get the blueprint or something energetically. And so then you can have it so much more easily than if you weren't connecting with those individuals.
0: It's a real spiritual practice. It's really interesting how it works. It brings you up, and it allows you to share the best of yourself, and then it also uh, filters those guests into the universe. And it's it's really again, like you always say, win win. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> super, love it. Super <laughs> super positive experience and totally mind blowing, totally unexpected. I, I encourage <laughs> I encourage people to take your class, and in particular, I think you come at it from a really great metaphysical perspective and very like real world practical stuff that I learned, but it was more just like the, the push or the nudge to, to follow your, you know, your, your inner voice. Like we each have something really unique to share and you don't really know what it is until you get started.
1: Yes, absolutely. And there can be a lot of fear and resistance to podcasting. Believe me, I understand. It's just like we talked about a lot of that underneath is there's fear um, underneath it Um, And whatever I teach, even if it's, you know, cryptocurrency or it's always going to be woo. (laughs) It's always going to be that way just because that's so time oriented. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing this. I think what a gift and thank you for your openness. I know you said you are a very private person and I think there's such power actually in being open and vulnerable in a safe way, you know, obviously in the right context. um, But I just think that's such a gift that you've given everybody. Um, cause yeah. I know that so many of the things that we talked about are, are happening for a lot of people where they're having those same struggles and issues. So thank you.
0: Thank you so much.
1: And if people want to learn more or connect with you, Sarah, what is the best way for them to do that?
0: Oh, my website is Sarah com, And I also am on Instagram at S Rossiter studio. And my podcast is called the psychic artist podcast.
1: It's a great podcast. You guys, I've listened to many episodes. Sarah's very psychic. And especially if you are a a creator, an artist, I think there's definitely um, some very specific things for you there. Um, And do you have your dates set for your next class?
0: Oh, yes. January 19th uh, is starting the Creativity and Consciousness course. And so it's a 10-week course. We meet once a week online on Zoom, and I support people in connecting to their creative voice and allowing consciousness to flow through. And we have excellent guest speakers, one of whom is Laura And um, you joined me for the last round. This will be the second time I'm teaching it. And everybody was so blown away by what you shared and felt really transformed. I was very pleased with everyone's experience of the guest speakers last time. So I was guided to offer this course by the guide. So I'm just showing up and doing it. And it's turned (laughs) into something pretty magical. And then I'm also going to be teaching intuitive painting once a month. Um, and I just put those dates on my website last night.
1: Yay. I'm so excited for that. I couldn't do the one that you just had just because of my schedule, but I'm very excited for that um,
0: painting. Is- I'm glad. Yeah. It's really I- fun to do in a group too, by the way.
1: Oh, I'm sure. And I just feel like creativity as a whole is something that is really, we're here to do basically. We're here to like manifest our beautiful, wonderful lives. And then we're also here to be divine creators. In many different ways, and creativity through you know the arts is one of those ways. So, thank you for all the work that you do. Thank you so much for talking with us. It's it's really been my pleasure. I'm just going to sort of close the reading space, and I'm thanking all the angels and guides. And I ask that you give very clear guidance, assistance, and support to Sarah moving forward, and everything that we talked about, and anything that will help on her path. And also, everyone who's listening, angels and guides, so if you could help them as they are ready for uh, this work as well. And for everyone who's listening, if you want more information about me and my work, you can go to my website, healingpowers.net. You can find all my classes and offerings on the services page. And you can always reach out to me too at bookings at laurapowers.net. And you can find me on Instagram at laurapowers44, the 44 number for angels. And you can send me a DM there as well. Thank you as always for everything and for connecting and for doing your work. As you do your work in the world, it helps the whole world shift. So thank you for that.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode from Healing Powers podcast that I've shared here on my podcast. You can find out more about Laura's coaching and teaching work at powershour.biz and her psychic work at healingpowers.net and check out my website, SarahRoster.com for the latest workshops and offerings. I'm happy to support you in whatever way that is most aligned at this time. Many blessings. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Artist Podcast. To learn more about me, you can go to sararossiter.com, on Facebook at the Psychic Artist Podcast, and on Instagram at srossiterstudio. Thank you for listening, and many blessings.